Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, clap him in, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, clap me? him in. Yes. Who are we clapping for? You, Alex Dyson, whose book, when it drops, released earlier last year. Um, has just made the list of notables for 2021 by the Children's Book Council of Australia. Congratulations, man. Thanks very much. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, like, someone first told me about it, I really didn't know what that was or what it meant. But then when I saw the logo of the little kid's head reading a book and it just brought back all the memories of the school library of these stickers that are on books. And then I was like, whoa, whoa. that's a big deal. So that's really nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, no worries. Um, did you, are you part of, remember remember book club, the scholastics fill out the form? Yeah. Those things, do they yeah. still do that? I know, but I, I think the last book I got from one of those, I forget the name of the cat, but it was a black and white cat and it taught you how to do magic. And so, <laughs> old uh, Alex Dyson, amateur budding magician back in the day, if you, could, if you could believe cat. that. Oh, I can believe that. <laughs> I mean, Mate. sure, now I put off a really cool persona, you might think. <laughs> you know, I mean, Dude. yes, he wears his cap backwards to make sure his perm doesn't look too bad growing you, out. But um, You are talking to someone who had multiple yo-yos, <laughs> a Yoho Diablo with VHS that taught you how to do Yoho Diablo tricks, and a whole drawer full of magic tricks, cards, <laughs> and books. So I am on your page, my guy. Lend me that book once you're done with it. But there um, it is. Um, uh, go and read some books, kids. That's uh, that's what we like to say. It was really nice. A year 12 teacher got in touch with me and said their class was reading books. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because, man, didn't books used to be lame back in the day? Remember reading books? And I'm like, I hope mine isn't. But you just, you just never know, do you? Well, I got one out now. Being black and chicken and chips, check it out. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was only nominated for, uh, what, yep. new, new author of the year? That's pretty good. By the book, Australian book. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, we've we got, we got a show to do. So, um, Bron, have you ever written a book? Self. Have, has anyone else written a book around here? Enough self-flagellation. <laughs> Let's get into... We are looping hardcore. This, this show, because, Matt O'Kine, it's it is a Thursday, which means it's time to apologise to the most patient people in the world, and that is everyone's partners. Um, they put up with a lot of crap, and the National Partner Apology Hotline is back, and we uh, appreciate your messages. We're going to hear them very, very soon. Uh, we could also potentially, Madokai, be giving away a robe today. Um, if you've had a guess about um, the pet nicknames, me and Woods is the goods, call out each other when uh, the mics are off. Out. So I'm hoping you're smarter than me, uh, <laughs> listener, because I, I really want to find out what they call each other, just so I can cringe. Uh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. Hey, let's get into it. First up with Marshy's tech update. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. My computer just crashed. Have you tried turning it off and on again? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is Marshy's Tech. Yes, it is Tech with Chris Marsh. And I tell you what, we have turned this segment off and on again because we recorded first intro and it went off the rails when Matt O'Connor started <laughs> talking about his car. But anyway, Chris Marsh, welcome to the studio. Thank you, guys. Are you ready to be monitored by quarantine robots? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, okay, we dived right in there. <laughs> um, I don't think I am. It depends. What are they? News today that the Victorian state government is investigating the use of a robot to roam the halls of hotel quarantine 
uh, to check up on the quarantined people from overseas. A guest design, well, not a guest, I know, designed to limit the amount of time they have to have security guards on the floors where there are potentially infected people because we know the most recent outbreak in Melbourne came from, they said it was just the door opened and it flooded into the hallways. Yeah. um, The UK strain. So they have got this five foot two robot (laughs) that has a 360 degree view camera on the top so it can see all angles. Mm. Is there a reason they gave it a machine gun as well? Because <laughs> that, to me, seems like it's asking for trouble. I thought it was going to be like one of those little vacuum robots, you know, that like and it would just end up getting stuck under a couch and everyone just walking free. Uh, no, it, it, every time they're building these new self-aware, or to, well, not mm. self-aware, but autonomous robots, um, I believe similar size ones are the ones that people have seen roaming the aisles of Woolworths um, that can go and, you know, tell you where things are or really? alert people to spills. <laughs> um, but anyway, this robot... So they're doing that so humans don't contract COVID in the corridors. Yeah, trying to limit the number of human interactions and rather than installing CCTV cameras on every floor where there seemingly weren't mm. for some of these quarantine hotel facilities. So it's like bomb disposal robots. They're just going to a roaming camera robot down the hallways every <laughs> 10 oh minutes God. to check up the people that's aren't creepy. leaving their rooms. <laughs> I feel like that's really creepy, especially because they still haven't mastered the robot walk yet. You know, they they, they just they just move so scarily. Or is anyway. it little um little tank wheels that'll make it go along? I, it is kind of like a, a very tall Roomba. Oh, okay. uh, so it is like one of those vacuums, but it's just five foot two with cameras and a, and a. It does have a screen on it someone operating it can do like a FaceTime call to. So it could come to, conceivably, come to these people's hotel room doors and start talking to oh They can have God. a Well, I'm glad that you give it just You're, you're sitting there in quarantine, like just trying to get by and outside the door, you just hear this robot asking itself like, why do I feel? <laughs> like, I don't want to have to put up with that. Yeah. Also, Bob, it's not like robots can't catch viruses. You know? oh, exactly. So... Well, oh, true. COVID, but yeah. I mean, yeah, they're going to get hacked and something bad's going to happen. They're going to end up deleting all their emails or something. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't give it like big spider legs or something like eight ones that walk down the <laughs> corridor or something super creepy. All right. Well, that's right. good. Um, robot apocalypse coming soon. Uh, well, what's next, Marshy? We're also sending robots to Mars. So the Perseverance rover has touched down last week on Mars to the uh, latest exploration of whether we could one day live there after we trash this planet. Um <laughs> Is Musk behind this one? No, yeah. Musk is not. This is NASA. This is NASA doing Was this that one. Matt Damon on it? <laughs> Maybe. I saw that movie. Not bad. Yeah, halfway through surprise. You make a good point, Marshy. <laughs> if we were rocking up at Mars and the Mars real estate agent just like, cool, and did you get your bond back yeah, on your exactly. last property? We'd be like, ooh. <laughs> Don't ask for references. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, after all the things we've sent to Mars, this is the first one they've sent with a microphone. Oh, um, so. What? They've sent a microphone and we have our first recording of the sound of Mars, which obviously, pretty quiet, bit of wind. That low rumble is Mars. I think we literally just got pocket dialed by Mars. That's what that sounds like. 
I mean, why? Why we've got a robot there? Why is there not like a webcam right now? Why? Well, there are not- we- there are webcams. There are. It is sending back lots of video and stuff like that. But apparently, in the past, none of the video cameras or webcams they sent had microphones. So this is the first look at sound. But it does have a, a reason for being. Apparently, and this I found this kind of cool. In the future, the rover will fire lasers at different rocks around oh. it. And the sounds that the rock makes as it gets exploded by the laser that the microphone picks up will help scientists to understand the geological makeup of Mars. So that's the reason the microphone's there. Whoa. uh, That this little rover is going to be firing at freaking laser beams (laughs) all over Mars and then listening to the, the rocks cry for help. All right. Well, uh, what else has been going on in the world of uh, tech, Marshy? I was deriding tech this morning because I was telling you guys about a video that I saw on, and now I can't even remember where. That's part of the problem. Instagram (laughs) Reels, TikTok, Facebook Watch, who knows where it was. Yep. And I can't find it again. So (laughs) in all the things of where they're tracking us 24-7, 365, they can't actually tell me the video that I watched that I wanted (laughs) to show you guys. It was very funny. There are cameras everywhere these days, obviously, and the the footage was of a girl had checked her front doorbell w- camera, which maybe was motion activated, and her Tinder date who had spent the night was doing the walk of shame out the front door and uh, finally let go of everything he'd been holding on to for the last eight hours or so. I couldn't find that video again, no. but apparently it's <laughs> happened before because I found another video. Even the so, bird unimpressed yeah. by the end there. Call and response like, oh, with thanks, the crow. Thanks, mate. Um, uh, wow. So just, so just w- letting one go after you finally get out the door because you, you're holding on all night. Well, it takes a while to become good. comfortable enough with someone to, um, <laughs> you know. I remember my. I remember years ago. My like, I remember waking up because I'd farted, and then that. <laughs> And like, and it was right next to my, my, like, you know, we just started going out and suddenly I woke myself up with one and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) It was really embarrassing. Um, (laughs) Should have held it till you got out on the porch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Get the footage uploaded to the internet. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just a reminder, the cameras are now recording and audio, even on Mars, uh, all the time. Uh, Something alerted to us from uh, Damien on our Insta sent in a little clip. One of my favourite things to watch on YouTube is Dashcam Australia, who yes. do a monthly compilation of all the idiots on our roads from people's dashcams that they send in. And he found this one from February this year, this month's compilation, had someone spinning out on the road while this was playing. Oh, my goodness. Was this like a, Was this an event? Like it was like... A whole area was um, like only two hours because of some football game or something, and you just went around whacking them on the screen. <laughs> oh, a little so bit of your boys on dash cam. <laughs> so you made dash cam owners Australia's money. I literally watched those videos. Oh man, I got to go back to February now and check that one out. That's excellent. <laughs> About the twelve-minute mark, Damien said, uh, you can see a truck spin out in an intersection while Matt's yelling about something in the background. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is the Well, we also talked to that caller a few a few weeks ago who who had seen a truck go straight through an intersection True. and had almost taken him out. I wonder if that's the same event. Oh, truck inception. <laughs>
Goodness oh my gracious. I remember work, working at Triple J uh, on the dash cam footage. Richard Kingsmill was doing doing uh, 2018 or whatever the year was. <laughs> this kangaroo jumps on the windscreen of someone's car. And just I've seen that video it. as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it stops. It bounces across the road, stops in front of the car, and then just leaps onto the front windscreen. Yeah, it doesn't get hit. The car stops and then it just charges. Oh, let's, oh, let's, I think we've got the audio right here. That's where it comes from. Runs through the song. All right, Richard Kingsmill with you. We've got new music coming up from this local singer in a moment. Buddy Kingsmill. <laughs> Thanks very much, Marshy. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. See ya. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Now I feel a buzz. Well, Matt, it's that time of the week where we're able to heal Australia's relationships uh, by doing the best thing you can do when you realise that you've done something wrong, and that is apologise. Oh, I thought you were going to say, go down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Although it is always good to make up for things as well. Don't just have to leave yeah. it an apology. <laughs> That's right. Get down there and... <laughs> <laughs> No, what you do... goblin, god damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. No, what you do is you get your phone out, you get into the voice memo apps, and you send Matt and Alex uh, a little audio message apologising to your partner for anything you've done wrong in the last seven days. Yeah, so um, that too. Audio producer Chris Marsh has stuck around um, because you'd like to kick off the apologies, Marshy, if that's oh, yes. right. I've got a never-ending list, but I'll just pick the most <laughs> recent one. Uh, I'd like to apologise to my partner, Josh, for telling him for over a month that the gate to our apartment block was broken and thus required him to get out of the car each time we left to manually open it. Yep. Um, and then finding out it just needed a $4 battery oh. in the remote. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh dear. That's almost unforgivable, but I'm sure he will <laughs> forgive you for that. Well, that's it. The apologies all all that's required. So um that's excellent, Marshy. And to you, if you're listening right now, here's a little bit of inspiration because Australia has got their voice memos out and we'd like to officially introduce this week's National Partner Apology Hotline. G'day guys, Damien from Brizzy. Uh, I just need to send a very heartfelt apology to my beautiful wife. I'm not a well man, and without a, a weekly dose of golf, um, I'm just not the man I need to be for my family and her. So apologies, Betsy, uh, and also apologies to our four kids for the four to seven hours I spend on the golf course every Sunday morning. Hey, this is Maddie from Perth, and I just want to make a public best friend apology um, in the hope that my friend will finally forgive me. So a few years ago on my birthday, my friend Zach was picking me up from the airport, but I'd actually ended up getting a flight home a couple hours earlier and made my own way from the airport to home and actually had forgotten to let him know this. So he went to the airport, paid for parking and was waiting a very long time for me and understandably, he was not very happy um, when I told him that I was already home. So hopefully he can finally forgive me and we can stop bringing it up every single time that we catch up. Hey guys, it's Mark here from Adelaide. I just wanted to apologise to my wife, Amy. 
for buying a $6,000 motorcycle to go with the boys up in the desert. It's going to be fantastic fun. She doesn't realise how many spare parts I'm going to have to buy for this. Uh, so I do apologise in advance. Um, sorry. I'd like to apologise to my wife. We were riding our bike along the foreshore and there were people walking in the other direction. So she said, go ahead as meaning we go single file. I took that as ride as fast as you can. She was then left alone without her phone. And for that, I apologise for being too quick. Hi guys, I just wanted to send an apology to my sister Penny. I learnt once that she finds it really irritating when I whistle and so now I go out of my way to whistle whenever I see her and I just wanted to say sorry for that, for the whistling. Oh, I want to hear a whistle. What's the um, Matt and Alex theme music? Yeah, I can see how that'd be annoying. (laughs) Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Well, you may as well call me Gretel because I'm in the studio with Hansel and by Hansel, I mean the male model from the film Zoolander and from the male model from the film Zoolander, I mean Matt O'Kine because Matt O'Kine, you have just come back from a photo shoot, my friend. Well, look, I'll tell you something right now. Uh, We're talking about sweet foods if we're going down the Hansel and Gretel line and I got me, there's three things in this studio left over from uh, the photo shoot. A big punnet of strawberries. Oh, dear. A five-pack of briefs that I bought from Coles. And an empty beer bottle. Whoa. Oh, and an awful lot of just flaky dried glue that is coming (laughs) off my fingers and scalp Well, it wouldn't be Hansel and Gretel without a crumb. And we have (laughs) our main man here. And I've yet to see any of the images from it, but our producer Bron joins us uh, because you've been uh, working the phones and trying to get a bit, little bit of footage of Matt O'Kine rocking a turkin. What'd you get sent, Bron? I, I got a sneaky preview. I got two videos. One is you, Matt, with your shirt unbuttoned Ooh. and the turkin in the downstairs area. Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone's checked into the rumpus room. <laughs> And the second video, you've got a lot of the hair. You've got the chest hair, the handlebar mustache, oh, the yes. turkin on the head, and it- the very comfy Matt and Alex all day breakfast robe. Oh, yes. Now, and this is all. All this hair is made from Matt O'Kine's freezer bag full of hair he found under the stairs at his yeah, own I home. Mean, from no, look, I got to no. Well, Tracy made a bit of a blend in some of the big ones. Yep. Okay, because we needed a little bit of 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 hold in mm. there. So there's well, we, a little bit of extra floating around. And we have been advertising the Matt and Alex all-day robe as the comfiest material of all time. What do you think the odds are of once we're done with the Turkin, Tracy from, from Ascot Wig Makers, 
could weave an all-day breakfast robe out of your hair, we can give to a listener. <laughs> <laughs> because if there's one thing that's comfier okay. than the current all-day breakfast robe. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten of things that are the grossest things in the world, <laughs> a bathrobe made out of old Madokai hair is up there with wet bread in the kitchen sink. Okay, like that is really up there with the most disgusting stuff of all times. All right, well, Bron, on a scale of one to ten, before you show me these these images, mm-hmm. um, how well do you think it'll do on the all new Matt and Alex OnlyFans account? I think they're pretty pretty top quality stuff. I mean, yeah. th- he was really going going hectic in the second one. Should I say what you were doing, Matt? You know, I was so lost in the moment that I I just I was just living it. I don't remember posing. He was you, you know, growling at the camera. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, the old Tiger King in action. Okay. I had the hand of Varmo. I think maybe that's what I was channeling. All right, you better head over the phone so I can give you listening right now a an audible insight into what we're working with, which, you know, if it wets the whistle a little bit, you might be able to go and visit the brand new Matt and Alex OnlyFans that we're setting up. Okay. Here is the video. All right, we've got a couple of Persian rugs on the ground to start off with. Fading up to a big Persian rug above, (laughs) popping out the top of the jeans. (laughs) Goodness me. Yeah, those lips are pursed. The duck face is happening. The collar is popped. It's Michael Bolt video clip. Oh, the camera person's zooming in on the crotch. Oh, no. Mate, if oh. there's not a news.com.au article about me making racy radio host makes $25,000 a month, you'll never guess how, then I will be damned. All right, number two, that all-day breakfast rope with... The hair coming out the front. I had the Turkins upstairs right now with the handlebar mustache. And I got to say, it looked it looked more realistic on the Zoom screen because the hoodie's <laughs> on, but then the tufts are flying up. It's um, I've never seen a bikey growl that aggressively. Whilst you've got your hands literally over your over your junk. What's that? Do you hear that? Do you hear that breath of you breathing out going? Ah. Oh. <laughs> Should we post these photos to the Matt and Alex uh, Insta stories? Well, Um, well, it depends. This is some premium content, Bron. I don't know if we want to be (laughs) let that out because you don't just give away. You know, you know, people have to pay money to get in to see the Louvre to to get into the Louvre (laughs) to see the Mona Lisa. They don't just hang it up in the main square for people to bloody graffiti and piss on. I I tell you what, Mona is right. That is what you were doing in that video while making those faces. Um, Okay, well, stay tuned because on the Instagram, we'll either post it or if it's too hot to handle, then we're going to (laughs) be posting it over on the brand new Matt and Alex OnlyFans. The only radio duo who who have the guts to get out there and um, shake it all about. Matt and Alex. All day growl fest. <laughs> well, Alex Dyson, there's a few people we need to apologise to. Yep. Because people have been up all night. They have been run ragged trying to find out what the nickname is that you and Woods call each other. You're right, Matt, because it's out there. 
People may know, not know it's out there, but it's out there. The uh, the nickname that we call each other uh, behind the scenes when it's not Woods or Woods is the Goods. Something we might say at home, which should not be aired publicly, but accidentally was. And um, we, I said, look, if you guess it, you'll get a brand new all-day breakfast robe, which can be used all hours. And people are losing sleep over this. I mean, Tom Mullins texted in on Instagram, said, this pet name challenge is doing my head in. And he's the uh, guy that guessed humbly. Yeah, he's <laughs> the guy that guessed two days ago. He's obviously, you know, gone home frustrated, lying in bed all night. He, he said, after my guest the other day... Being wrong, I listened through all your February podcasts at two times speed. <laughs> Just finished listening to last week's episode at work for the third time. <laughs> and I have an idea. Do you accept second guesses? Sorry, Goodness Tom. It's me. One and, out, one and done. Sorry, Tom. Uh, but we do have a couple more people who are in the chamber ready to have a go. One of which is Alex from Perth. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. How you going? Good, thank you, Alex. But how are you going? Do you feel like you're in the zone to nail this guess? Oh, I don't know. I've, I've re-listened to a few episodes and I had to slow this down under 0.5 speed to see if it was see if it. Was it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, okay. So uh, Going the opposite. Instead of speeding did, it up, you're slowing it down just to make sure Alex, you don't miss anything. What was Alex talking about that, uh, that sort of your, your ears cottoned onto? So it was the, uh, it was the tricky Nicky... Uh, sort of uh, bit towards the end, and uh, he sort of mentioned uh, that you know catch your parents out with the tricky Nikki, and then send us through what their response was. And um, he sort of said at the end when I slowed it down to 0.5, something along the lines of uh, uh, if you send them through, very would would like to uh, create a compilation. And so I was seeing the think that maybe the nickname might be Very Wood or something along those lines. Very Wood. Oh, very Wood indeed. Not Alex just Dyson. Wood, Very Wood. Yeah, and I thought you are a pretty punny guy, Alex, so I thought maybe that might be something. Oh, you've done, you've done very well, Alex, for, uh, you know, your detective work, really crunching down the speed and having a solid listen. But what do we think, Alex Dyson? Oh, I'm so no. sorry, uh, very wood. No, we're not accepting that one, but thank you very much for ch- trying out, Alex. Thank you. No worries. Thanks, lads. We had a couple more guesses on Instagram. Trent texted in and said, are there pet names for each other, Lano and Woodley? <laughs> you, you, so you, you I'm Lano, Lano and she's Woodley. Woodley. Yeah, no. yeah, there you go. No, no I'm not, not Lano, that. no. David from the uh, the apps the app store on Instagram thought that your nicknames for each other were Pippi. Pippi? No. Well, remember I did talk about someone spilling pippies in the back of an Uber <laughs> and getting a zero star. Do you think that's what they think it was? Maybe, yeah. So I think I said Pippi stink. Maybe I was they thought I was talking about Woods <laughs> in that one. It's not a very nice thing to say, is it? Uh, but we do have Brock from Unless Perth. Unless he's talking about you. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, we've got Brock from Perth here. G'day, Brock. Hey boys, how you going? Good, thank you. You reckon you might have figured that out for an all-day breakfast robe? Uh, I think so. Everyone's guesses have been pretty good so far. I think mine might be too simple. Well, when, where did you figure it out? Where did you see this? Uh, when you guys were playing that game with the Shameless Girls last week, mm. I mm. think we got a little insight into Alex's predictive text on his phone. Oh! Okay. Oh, he's thinking okay. outside the box here. Right. <laughs> I think I heard the word cutie pop up a few times. <laughs> 
Well, we've got the audio from it. Love it, love, love to see ya. Thanks, cutie. Love it, thanks, bro. Love it, love it, love it. See ya. Thanks, cutie. Thanks, Pike. Thanks, cutie. Love you. Too. I don't think I know this song at all. <sighs> I've been done by the algorithm there. <laughs> You're absolutely correct, Brock. Congratulations. You got an all-day breakfast robe. Awesome. Wow, oh. yeah, the uh, the phone knows me too well. I think it took the things that I do text a little bit to Woods and I've chucked it in in the uh, in the song there. You're doing a lot of thanking and a, lo- <laughs> a lot of thanks, thanks cutie. cutie. Thanks, cutie. Thanks, cutie. Oh. Is it, what's pie? Is it a cutie pie? Is there a bit of that in there as well? No, that's there's no pie involved. But, you um, just like, like a good old... I must pies. just yeah, I just like eating pies. It's probably can you pick up a few pies at the shops. That's probably what happened there. Thanks, cutie. Um, but you're right. No, it is a uh, multi-dexterous nickname. It goes both ways. And I got to tell you, Brock, it's one you and all day breakfast robe. Congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations yeah. to the few other people who did guess it correctly. Brock was the first person to uh, to message it in. Brock, so congratulations, man. Thanks, boys. What uh, what do you call your partner? You got got a partner? You got a nickname for him there, Brock? Uh. Not really. It's saved in my phone as super dry because he wears super dry shirts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's fair enough. Super dry. All righty. That's pretty good. It's not often a, a good trait in a partner, but um, look, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> if it's for the for the clothes, that's all fine. So um, cheers for that, Brock. Stay on the line. We'll get your details and we'll uh, chat to you soon. Thank you so much for uh, for winning. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thanks, cutie. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Uh, thank you to you, cutie, for <laughs> doing your thing. <laughs> No worries, Crumb Lord. That's what, that's Martin Woods' pet name for you. Um, <laughs> we appreciate uh, you listening in today. Thank you very much for apologising to your partners. Uh, thank you very much to Mr. Chris Marsh for giving us the tech update. Although, you can't figure out a dead battery in a gate. I don't know if we've got the right man for the job here, <laughs> given us our tech news. Uh, we'll look into that for you. But, um, yeah, really appreciate you listening as we do every day. And, uh, oh, yes, Matt, you've got a question before we leave. I was going to say, please get your national partner apologies in Ooh, yeah. um, for our hotline because, you know, we can we take them at any time. Just leave us a message. Give us um, that hotline and, bling. Yeah, and next week we might choose this particular, a particular apology and a, we might give you an extra special way to say sorry. Yeah, the robe giveaway is so good today that we thought, well, I think a few more people deserve this. So um, keep sending them through and we will catch you tomorrow for another big all-day breakfast. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Thanks, cutie. Listener.